This is Life in Progress, a therapy podcast with your host, Navart Wilborn. I'm a licensed professional counselor, and we're going to be having some honest conversations about life struggles, both the day-to-day struggles and more serious hardships. Please remember that this podcast and all affiliated programs are not a substitute for therapy. So if you're struggling, please reach out to a therapist in your area and get the support you need. Thanks for joining me. Hey everyone, thanks for joining me today. So I today I want to talk about time. I want to talk about how you spend your time and how generally we'll spend our time. And the reason I'm bringing this up is because you know, in I've done an episode before about I just don't have time for that. And so if you haven't listened to that, please go listen to it because it was um, it was for me it was something just a, a mindset shift of how I manage my time and how I feel about time and and the control that I have over it. And that was a big game changer for me. And I had some people that um, reached out after I made that episode who just kind of felt the same way I did and it helped them have a mindset shift to it. So if you haven't listened to it, please go do. I don't remember what episode that is. It's one of the first five or six, I think that I did. So go find that one if you'd like to listen to it. But the reason I'm bringing it up is because I find that I have this kind of conversation with a lot of people, not just the feeling of not having time, but the way that we manage our time leads in a lot of ways to how we feel about ourselves because what a lot of people will do is not realize how much time they're spending on certain things and then that time passes because I mean don't we all say that like time flies there's just you know time's passing by so quickly that's something that most people say because it's true I mean life is filled with things that keep us on the go and we've got a lot going on all the time and so time does pass quickly but it's more than time it's it's um experiences it's the people in our lives grow and change and our kids are just growing up so quickly and so there's this feeling that a lot of people have which is that time flew by i didn't have time to do the things i needed to do or i didn't make time to do the things i needed to do and what happens to a lot of people is they then have a follow-up feeling of some kind of guilt or regret and this is a really really common thing that i deal with so i want you to think about it in um, kind of two ways at once i want you to be thinking of it in the, in the kind of zoomed in scope where you're thinking about the specific ways that you spend your time throughout your day. And then I want you to also think about it in a zoomed out scope where the big picture of your life and the overall kind of larger passage of time, you know, days, months, years. And it'll make more sense when I explain it, but just kind of try to think of it in little picture, big picture at the same time. You, it'll it'll come to you as I talk. So. In the little picture, I want you to think about the day-to-day tasks, the, you know, how long it takes, you know, what time do you wake up? Are you a, a snoozer or are you a quick riser? Are you an early riser or a late sleeper? And do you wake up um, because you have somewhere that you need to get ready and go to, or do you kind of take your time because you're working from home or your kids are off for the summer and you don't really have anywhere to go? You know, think of your routine in the morning, how you start your day. And the reason that I start there is because that's the start to how we function for that day, right? If you have a hard start to your day and the way that you spend your morning is not 
optimal or you just feel frustrated or things just didn't go right or you know something came up that threw your schedule off well that potentially could set the pace for your entire day it could just completely throw you off put you in a bad mood or maybe just change the direction of the, the way your day was supposed to go you may have planned to do one thing but because of what happened in the morning you can't do that or you missed you know you're late or whatever and so I think that a lot of people are in this autopilot mode where you know you get up and you just do what you need to do and whatever the day throws at you is what you do and then there are a lot of people who are very structured and and have a routine and they wake up and they follow their routine and they do the things that they need to do because that keeps them on track to achieve a certain thing um and and that's how i function i'm very um i'm a very routine kind of person i'm regimented it helps me manage all the things that I need to do, getting myself ready, helping my son get ready, getting us, you know, whether it's school or camp in the summer, work, the dogs, like everyone's got a role, everyone's got somewhere to be. And for me, I function better with some kind of system like that. But then there are some people who cannot do that because it stresses them out to have a routine and a plan. But for the most part, I find with the people I talk to, whether it's personal people in my life or clients, more often than not, people are more successful if there is a plan and if there is a routine. And I end up spending a lot of time helping people develop these systems and these routines because not everyone knows how to do that. Some people are naturally structured and organized and that's just how their brain works. And then there are some people who that just does not come naturally to them. They can't do it, they need support, they need someone to help them create it. And then for some people, even after the system is created, they need someone to hold them accountable to help them stay on track, to help them implement it because they're easily distracted or they're easily overwhelmed. And so if something goes off schedule, then everything else is off schedule. And so, you know, I, I wonder which one you are. Do you, do you fall into one of those two categories or are you somewhere in the middle? Or maybe there's a different category that you fall under. But typically speaking, structure and organization is leads to more success in pretty much every part of life obviously you can't be too rigid in anything because life is not that black and white life throws things at you on a very regular basis and you have to be able to roll with the punches you have to be able to adjust and just go with it but if you have an outline that you try to follow you're going to be more successful and and that's just because most things in life do end up following some kind of um, you know, direction. If you know you, if you have to go to school or you have to take your kids to school or if you have to go to work, then there's probably a schedule. There's probably a time that you have to be there. And if you don't arrive by a certain time, you're considered late. So that is essentially the boundary. You're, everything that you do before that sets you up so that you can successfully get to that boundary so you can get to that time and if you have a certain number of things that have to get done you have to take a shower you know get dressed feed yourself feed your children get to the you know drive the distance that takes a drive well you probably have to have some kind of time structure there that helps you make sure that all of that is done by a certain time to be able to leave and get to your place on time so but you'll be surprised how many people struggle to work backwards from that boundary, from that time, 
and create a system or a kind of a plan that leaves enough time for everything to happen. And some people don't do it because they just have never been taught that. It wasn't something they were raised with and they're not really, um, they weren't taught the value of, of organization. And some people, like I said, they just don't know how or they're overwhelmed easily because their kids are, you know, struggling themselves and it's just, you know, you're in survival mode. And so I want you to think about how your morning is. How does your day start? And is there room for growth? Do you need to change the way that you manage your time and getting yourself ready and getting to where you need to be? And I want you then to think about, and this is the main part of what I want to talk about, is the emotional effect, the mental health effect, right? So for most people who let's say we've got that time boundary and I've got to get to work get to work on time or get to school on time or ever for most people who don't hit that mark there is a consequence right there is a consequence from school or work but you know more relevant to what we're talking about there's an emotional consequence there's a feeling of guilt or regret or remorse but that that guilt or any of it really but guilt specifically is such a strong emotion that is very directly linked to self-worth, self-esteem. So if I have a responsibility and I need to get my kid to school at a certain time and I don't get him to school, well, it's not my kid's fault for being late. It's my fault ultimately. Even if my kid threw a tantrum, yeah, but I don't walk around advertising, hey, I'm late because my kid freaked out. No, I'm late. We're late. It is what it is. No one's business as to why. But if I'm walking into school with a kid late, taking the walk of shame through the office because we missed the carpool line, well, that is a reflection on me. And most people um, who care about what other people think would internalize that as, oh my gosh, they're judging me. They think I'm a bad mom. I can't even get my kid to school on time. Um, they think I don't have it together. Look at me. I'm a mess. My hair is messed up. I'm in pajamas. Like, they think that I'm a terrible mom and people may not even notice or care because you're probably one of many people that walked in late that day and no one cares how you look. But we have a tendency, people in general have a tendency to internalize those things, assume what other people are thinking about us. And we typically, if you are someone who struggles with any kind of self-esteem issues, we assume the worst. We assume that someone is judging us because of a thing that we did or a thing that we didn't do up to a certain standard. And I want you to think about that. So that's the little day-to-day -day thing. It's a day-to-day -day example. But again, you can probably apply this to also bigger examples that are, you know, how do you think people see you as a parent? How do you think people see you as a, a husband or a wife or as an employee in your job? There's this expectation that we, you know, that sometimes is externally set by other people, hey, you have to do this a certain way by a certain time. And then we have our own expectations, how I want to appear while I do it. What do I want people to think of me as I do this thing? And so simultaneously, we've got these little things that happen day to day. And we've got these big things that happen in our lives where we kind of measure, try, you know, we measure ourselves up against what are people expecting? How do people see us? Um, but so that's one aspect of it. But again, going back to how you manage your time, that really is kind of the first step to 
wondering how do people see us you know do we do things the way that people expect us to do it or are we doing it differently where we worry we're being judged and I want you to think about that for yourself are you the kind of person that worries so much about other people's perspective of you that you then have this kind of um, this measuring tape, I guess, that you're using to measure your own parenting or role and whatever it is in your life. And then you end up more focused on what other people think of you than of yourself. Or are you the kind of person that your internal measure of yourself, like who cares what other people are doing and how they're doing it, but you expect that you need to be a certain way because that's how you were raised or that's just the expectation you have of yourself that so the guilt or the remorse that you feel for not living up to something is coming from yourself because I know people who are super hard on themselves and then every other member of their family is super laid back so it wasn't a, um, a thing that they were raised with you know like all of their siblings or parents may be very easygoing but this particular person is super tough on themselves, high expectations, perfectionists. So that's more of maybe an inherent trait, something that you just, you know, you develop, either you developed it on your own or you were born with it or whatever. And so I kind of want you to think about that. Are you, do you feel that, you know, um, remorse or guilt because you are holding yourself up to a standard outside of yourself or do you feel it because you're holding yourself up to a standard within yourself but regardless when you have expectations and you don't live up to it it then often leads to this negative mental health effect this negative emotional effect on your self-esteem, on your self-worth. So we talked about kind of the morning routine that can set your day up a certain way. But then moving on from there, you've got the rest of your day, right? You've got how do you, how efficient are you in your job? How efficient are you at school? How efficient are you at home taking care of your kids? Whatever it is that you spend your day working, uh, doing or working on, what is the kind of the set of guidelines that you follow or that you hold yourself up against? Is it something that you feel you need to accomplish throughout your day because someone else is expecting you to do it? Or is it because if you don't do it, then you're a bad parent or you're a bad worker? And so I want you to think about that again, big picture, little picture. Is it, you know, in day to day and in, in general life, do you walk through your day feeling like, you have to achieve these things, but you're not super efficient at achieving them. Therefore, at the end of the day or at the end of that hour, you feel so bad about yourself. You feel like you didn't get anything done, nothing was checked off the to-do list or not enough was checked off the to-do list. So now you feel this kind of yucky feeling of in, like dissatisfaction with yourself, worried that other people are disappointed in you because you didn't live up to the standard, all of that. But it's amazing how many people I work with and that I know, again, personally and professionally, who operate on a somewhat regular basis or maybe all the time on this constant feeling of I'm just not living up to the expectation. I'm just not hitting that mark. I'm not getting places on time. I'm not doing what I need to do. And so it leads people to 
feel on a regular basis just not good enough you know just like they're not doing it as well as other people or they clearly aren't as good as you know they thought they would be at this point or as their parents or whatever and so I kind of want you to it maybe you have to start from one way and move on to the up to the next or maybe work backwards but if you you know so one way is I don't do these things therefore I feel guilty so let me figure out how to fix this how to be more efficient how to manage my time how to be more organized while also cutting myself some slack because nothing is perfect and even the best plan can go wrong um, so how do I do all these things to eliminate that feeling of guilt or you know beating myself up emotionally so that's one way to do it the other way is working backwards is to say okay I kind of I keep noticing that I feel this yucky guilt and I am always feeling bad I'm always feeling like I'm not good enough so let me figure out where that's coming from what is that is it because of something I need to do differently or is there a, a deeper issue is there something else going on is there a relationship in my life maybe that's causing me stress is there something I'm doing in my life that I don't enjoy and so I always feel bad and so now I need to kind of work backwards and figure out okay what is it and so some people are very self-aware and they know what causes their stress and their guilt and other people don't and so what category do you fall in do you know why you feel like crap at the end of the day and that you just didn't do enough or do you not and if you if you don't know this is a good exercise you know try making kind of keeping track throughout your day what are the things that you do that make you feel good about yourself what are the things that you do that leave you feeling a little bad whether it's you know sad mad disappointed discouraged alone whatever um, and so kind of inventorying a little bit and then if you could always talk it out with someone that from the outside might know you better in you know notice things about you and help you out or if you do know that stuff about yourself then what do you do about it do you continue to do it and basically live out the definition of insanity right doing the same thing over and over again but expecting a different result so if you feel guilty at the end of every day because you didn't do enough either your expectations are too high and you have way too many things that you think you should be doing at the end of every day and you just can't accomplish it because it's unrealistic or you have things you want to do but you have zero system for implementing it and so you're just kind of floating through your day and before you know it that time has flown by you don't you've run out of hours in the day and the day is over and you feel bad about yourself so I want you to think about how you need to approach this what do you need to do to make sure that you are taking care of yourself and this is one of those like there's there's lots of things in life that negatively contribute to you know self-esteem mental health in general anxiety depression all of that and there are some things that we cannot control you know we can't control certain things that happen in the world out you know outside of us we can't control death and weather and loss like we can't do anything about tragedies that happen accidents that happen um, but there are certain things that we can do something about to, to manage anxiety or prevent it altogether this is one of those things and every person that I've worked with on something like this if they once they find a system that works for them and they implement it there's 
like drastic changes and drastic reduction in anxiety in guilt but it has to come with realistic goals and realistic expectations again you can come up with the best plan to help you be efficient to help you get through your day and avoid that guilt but life happens and you cannot predict everything that's going to happen in your day so it's best to figure out a system first figure out what are the things that you wish you could accomplish then break it down into manageable parts and time blocks or scheduling and alarms and reminders and whatever you know stuff you need to use but then it's reminding yourself okay this is the goal this is the outline but if something happens that derails me i'll do my best to get back on track but if i cannot accomplish all this stuff that's okay like i have no choice i'm gonna have to figure it out and, and don't be the kind of person that if you get derailed, you quit on the entire system or you throw your hands up and declare that you're just a loser and it's never going to accomplish these things. Like none of that is true. You have to figure out a system that works best for you. Do not compare your system to someone else's system. Don't assume that just because this family member or friend does it a certain way that it should automatically work for you. And if it doesn't work, that means something's wrong with you. No, none of that is true. You have to figure out what works for you. But again, you know, this is a conversation that you could have with anyone about being organized and structured and whatever. But I'm looking at it more from the sense of what is it that you do or don't do in your day that then leads to guilt, low self-worth, low self-esteem, regret, anxiety, sadness, whatever. So you have to figure out because if you have a good system don't change it but if you know that there are things that you do that lead to negative emotions or negative reactions that's the stuff i want you to think about i want you to think about what you need to do to take more control over your day in the small picture your day the hours in the big picture this might apply to you know bare relationships and you know do you for example spend a lot of time with a person that just sucks the energy out of you because they're really not a good you know they don't contribute anything to your life they don't help you and encourage you they actually just take a lot from you and it's one-sided you know that's a and that's a conversation i think i probably need to do an episode because there are a lot of people who are stuck in those kinds of relationships that don't know that they're allowed to get out but how do you spend your time? Do you spend your time doing stuff that then leads you feeling drained or then leads you feeling bad or guilty? Or do you spend your time doing things or managing your life in a way where you feel accomplished, you feel proud of yourself, you feel good about your relationships, but you're also realistic that some days you're just more on point than others. Some days you're a rock star and you get everything done. Other days you're just barely making it and surviving because it's just a tough day and if you can accept that you're probably gonna have a mix of both you're gonna have days where you're great you're gonna have days where it's just a like just a hot mess then you're more realistic you're more fair to yourself and you're setting a better example if you have children or anyone that looks up to you or anyone who relies on you is gonna see like okay I need to be fair to myself I need to follow you know the advice of you can't win them all do your best try your hardest but if things don't work out try again change it up 
do something different or just do the same thing and just keep trying until it works, whatever, you know? So um, all of that, I'm gonna wrap up with, if you feel bad, you may have to work backwards, figure out what it is. And I want you to know that this is something you can take control of today. Even if it's at the end of your day and you have a couple things you still needed to get done, write them down, keep a list, figure out a system that works for you. I'm a big fan of writing things down because I don't know about you, but I've got so many thoughts and things going through my mind all the time. It would be really unfair of me to expect my mind to keep track of all of it. Um, I pride myself on having a decent memory. It's not a great one, but it's decent. Um, but it's it's not as good as it used to be because I'm older and I do more things and I'm responsible for more things. And you know, there are a lot of people that struggle with the fact that they need to write things down even when they're in their 30s or 40s. Well, it's not because you're getting old, it's because you have more on your plate and you just have to figure out how to make it work instead of fighting the fact that you have to write it down. Just get over it, write it down, be more successful so you're not forgetting the things you need to do, get organized, and then you will be able to take more control instead of hoping you figure it out and just get better at being organized on your own. It's not gonna happen. So um, I hope this gives you something to think about, some way to take control of your self-esteem, self-worth, and um, just kind of overall mental health. All right, I hope you have a great rest of your day. Bye.